everyone. My name is Jenny Babish. Welcome to the ABC, or the Animorphs Book Club for Long. I am the sixth Animorph. Hold on, hold on. No. What? What's up? What's up? What's going no. on? No, I'm the sixth Animorph. Bryn Spencer. What? But it says the you ABC, ha- or the Animorphs are... Book Club for Long. That's me. But it says on the cover, you are the sixth Animorph. You is me. I am we. I am me. Me, me, me. No, it says you, and since you're saying that, it means me. No, I it's am saying you, because the book is talking to me. No, it's talking to me, clearly. No, it's talking to me. No, me. No, me. 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 Me, 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 me. me. No. Me. No, 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 no. Me. It's talking to me. It's talking to me. Wait a minute, Bryn. No, hear me out. Me. What if it's talking... To neither of us. What? What if it's someone else entirely? Someone we will find out if we read the book. Well, then maybe we should read the book. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. But first of all, hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Um, uh, hi. Welcome to the ABC or the Animorphs Book Club for Long. This is a book club and podcast where we read all the Animorphs books and talk about them for the first time this week. We are reading Alternomorphs 2, The Next Passage. Ooh. Ooh. Um, it looks pretty much exactly this, like the cover is exactly the same as yeah. the first one. Except, except it's, a, it's an eagle or a hawk. It, no, I think it's a hawk because I think they took the Tobias that's up in the corner and they yeah. superimposed it and made it bigger. <laughs> 100%. 100%. And the... um. The Animorphs' background is is green instead. Ah, uh, the the that yeah. Oh, and then the there's a little no the secret mm-hmm. in the in the corner. I did not miss that this time. If Woo-hoo. I was a kid, I would be so hyped if I saw that. Yeah, I mean, you still are a kid. They did yeah. Once again, they did every single person like everybody so dirty and on the top. Like, yeah, everyone you know looks awful. Everyone looks terrible. What is going on with Cassie? Yeah, why does why is her lighting so weird? Like, why is she like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna call exactly it. This lighting how... is racist. She looks like. What does she look like? Like like a terrible drawing of her. It looks she like looks her like face a poor is like a poor CGI rendering. Yeah. Meanwhile, everyone else looks like they have mug shots, and Jake's ears are huge. Yeah, why are Jake's ears so huge? And he looks 10. And why did they put Rachel, fashionista queen, in a gray t-shirt? It's blue. Oh, it's appearing it's gray still. on my screen. Oh, it's appearing blue on my... And also, uh, Tobias, he just looks like a mascot. <laughs> he does. He looks like a shitty high school mascot. He looks like, like, the, like Rocky the Raider. Yeah. Like... Go, t- if you can't do it, no one can. Go, Raiders. Like, no, that's what he's like giving that. me. I don't like that Axe has some sort of, like, blonde five o'clock shadow over here. Oh, yeah. He forgot to yeah. shave before this photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's just not good. I mean, Marco's there. And Marco's... Marco's kind Marco of looks like... Look like hmm? He's like, no. please. That, he's, he's giving me... The, he's giving me, um... That's the picture you chose? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. He's like, he, he's giving me, looking me up and down and being like, mm, that sh- that belt with those shoes? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think anyway, so. Anyway, this cover, I mean, the, the both of the Alternomorphs covers are kind of wacky-woo. Mm. They're kind of both bad. At least this and one has interesting... a Watch Animorphs on TV sticker. Yes, which, thank you. God. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am interested by the fact... I'm interested by the fact that that the last Alternomorphs book had a lo- had a lion on the cover, mm-hmm. and this one, which was which is more fitting for um the character, uh of the 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 next Animorph, <clears throat> uh, but it's interesting. Anyway, I think we should get into it. Let's get into I the. I think book. we should get into it so I can stop having to be vague. Yeah, the next. So anyway. Passage. The Which doesn't make any sense. The title is. I think it makes sense. sense. I th- it I does make sense so. to me. It makes no. sense to me. It makes sense to me. Mm. All but right. it makes sense to me. 
Okay. Introduction. It's Rachel this time. It's Rachel. She's saying, hey, uh, it's going to be bad. War is not a video game. Pee pee poo poo. <laughs> Every decision matters. Blah, blah, blah. Think think about it. Th- think deeply. Ask yourself. Can you handle it? And then we can go. Can you handle it? No. Can oh. you handle it? Um, Chapter one. Uh, I was so excited for Brian. I was so excited for Brian. The return of our, Brian. Our uh, alternate Brian. Our, um, our, our self-insert our OC. Self-insert OC. The, the dirt bike racing Kit, hyena giraffe king to to make a return a triumphant yeah. return um, i'm very fascinated though this is um i should have probably called this right here at the beginning but reading back it's fairly obvious well not fairly obvious um but it's it's this this character who who is um not brian they are um at, they they kind of make a detour to go to the construction zone um and then they're they're kicking some rocks, you know, as a kid is wont to do. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, um, they find a blo- a box, a a small, very plain blue box with some writing on it. And then this is what I should have called it. He says, "As soon as you get home, before dinner, even you post a few messages. The blue box is available to the highest bidder." And then chapter As- two, <laughs> chapter I- two, day two at the new school. <laughs> I said, oh, David? Yeah, this was where I said, am I David? And and it becomes obvious very quickly because this character goes home and he sees his dad pointing his service revolver at something. And I went, oh, oh my God. We're David. David Trilogy Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. Let's We're fucking go! Right. David did nothing wrong! <laughs> uh, David did nothing wrong. But there are some key differences in this Alternomorphs to uh, the David Trilogy, which we'll, yes, which but we'll this, see most later. Of this, yes, yes, most of this part, though, is all the same of what we see in the David Trilogy. That is true. It's the whole... Uh, it's like the whole fight in his house where his house gets destroyed and then his parents get taken. Mr. Three shows up and his parents yeah. get taken and he gets cornered in the bathroom. And this is where the first decision happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the first decision is he's in the bathroom and Mr. Three is like, give me the fucking box. And he hears a voice in his head saying, don't do it. Don't give him the box. I'm on your side. Whatever you do, don't give up that box. And then I made the wrong decision because I always think these books are gaslighting me into making the decision that is the the wacky one, you know? Because last time when I made all the right decisions, it said, oh, no, you died. I'm sorry. So I turned over the box. <laughs> I refused. Um, yes, I turned over the box. And here, I'll say what happens when I turn over the box. And then you say what happens when you refuse. Okay. I turned over the box. And uh, we get this pretty long extended chapter that made me think that I maybe made the right decision, actually, where mm-hmm. they he gets him, him and his parents, David and his parents get put in the van. And it's this really awful, horrifying description of the them walking to their deaths, the him getting a yerk in his head uh, and, and the, the voice, the yerk in his head saying, you tried to bargain with Visser 3, you stupid poopy head. It's all over. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. And then it's like, what were you thinking? Go back and try again. So what happens when you turn when you refuse? Okay, so you say, no, the box is mine. Um, and then there's like, you know, Visitor 3 morphs into the purple nightmare monster, Barney the Dinosaur. Um, mm-hmm. and then they, they have a big old fight, the house gets destroyed, just like in the David Trilogy book. Um, and then the kids drag him outside and you're like, ah, you're Marco. I recognize you. And they give you, explain what's happening. Uh, and you get the morphing power. Um, and you go to Cassie's house. Um, and and then Cassie helps you turn into a horse, um, which is like in like graphic detail. Um, first morph. Yeah. And then it's, it's like first morph. And then you, uh, it, it it's fine, and you're like, yeah, I'm ready to fight the Yerks. Sure. Um, well, yeah. Well, Jake is like, 
Well, okay, it's important because Rachel's like, how was it? And David was like, fun. And then Cassie smiles, and then Jake says, morphing isn't a game. And he's like, no. Uh, uh, David's like, no. You agree. It's a weapon, and I'm ready to fight the Yerks. Are we David, or are we we? We're David. Okay, but it's not explicit. You know what, yeah. It's not explicit, but it's basically explicit. It's the same story. Uh, Yeah, okay. This isn't Brian. I, I 100% was functioning under the impression that this was David. No, I it just feels agree, different because we're for like yeah, yeah. For narrative purposes, what like what tense are we in? Are we? I you? I'm using he like he did the the because okay. this is not our self insert OC. This is a character that already exists. We're just making decisions for him. Yeah, we're just this is this really is not a self insert OC. It's. And I, yeah, it's much different than the the first Alternomorphs in a, in, a, in, a, in a couple key ways we'll get into when we talk about, mm-hmm. when we get to the notes section. Um, but anyway, um, it's, that's it just the... doesn't, I, I was going to say, it, do, it doesn't feel so much like David because we're not, we're not an outsider observing him. We're hearing his thoughts. This is from his perspective as if he is us. And it's awesome. <laughs> he is we. We is us. We are he. We are he. David is us um anyway the real david was the david inside of us all along all along um Um, i'm ready to fight the yeah and then and then cassie um, cassie like her smile fades and she's like yeah i guess that's what it is yeah yeah. that is what it is (laughs) oh cassie and then this isn't a toy cassie and then something weird happens that does not happen in the original david trilogy and this is oh no no wait this is some important details that I what okay I have a lot of investment in this character brand I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Um, he's uh at the they're talking up they're having the debate in the barn about all the stuff and it becomes very clear that they are treating David like an outsider and he's talking about like he's comparing it to like a debate where it's like you don't really know enough to have an opinion and nobody asks you what you think. Um, and he feels very left out, and the six of them are obviously a tight group, and he kind of, this made me so sad, he's like, you suddenly hope the others use the blue box again and again, then you won't be the only outsider. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. Anyway, now this is the crazy cray. This is where the book is not the David trilogy. No, it's the, it's the David trilogy on crack. All of a sudden, um, <laughs> yes. they're they're in the barn and it's raining, and then all of a sudden everything stops. Like the rain stops, everybody is frozen. Uh, Rachel's voice is arguing, and she's like is rising, and she's like pointing a finger at Marco, and Marco's rolling his eyes, and then they're everybody's frozen. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's this and fucking raccoon. guy. It's this fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. Um, a raccoon stands up on its hind legs and walks through the bars of a wire cage. And then it's like, I am the enemist. It's me. It's me. It's your favorite. We haven't seen him in a while. No. We haven't seen this guy in a while. Hot second. And he's here to ruin lives. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. David's like, hey, are you an alien? In a manner of speaking. Okay, you tricky bitch. Um, did you... In Stop that... everything? Yeah, I'm a god. Sure. Mm-hmm. You want to say something? And then he's Go like, he, "Oh no, well, I was just gonna say." He's like, "Why did you stop everything? Like, why did you? Why did you stop?" And then the elements is like, "Because you've angered me." What did he? What did David do? Okay, he's That's just some guy. He's just some <laughs> guy. He didn't. He didn't ask for this. Nobody asked for this. Like, yeah, and like Dave, like he's though, floating in a void. David and David's like, nothing, no, but like, he's done nothing sorry, wrong. He's done nothing wrong, and he, most importantly, not only has he done nothing wrong, but he's not not done anything different than what he did in the original David trilogy. So, like, what did he do to alter the strands of space time? Was it us? Did we alter the strands of space time by choosing to read this book? I think that's. I mean, I think that's kind of what's going on. It's very meta. It's super meta and weird, and it just makes me hate the Elemist. And we already hate the Elemist, so I know it makes me hate him more, mm. especially since they're floating in a in a um 
he's floating in a void, and the elmist is like, you have altered the strands of space-time. And then he's like, is something going to happen? Is something bad going to happen because of me? And then he's like, that depends. Depends? Depends on what? Your worth. You will take a measure to uh, take a test to measure your worth. Do That's well and I will save your family from the Yerks. Do poorly and you will die. Fuck this guy. Fuck you, Elamist. Fuck, I hate you so goddamn much. I don't care if there's Elamist defenders in the comments. Get him in the comments. I don't fucking care. This is not okay to do to people. I'm just- there should not be Elemis defenders in the comments because, I mean, I get that we don't have all the information. We don't have the context for the whole series yet. But come on. This man, this god man is a dick. I don't care if he's Cryak's worst enemy or whatever. I, I don't care if he's like some kind of Loki stupid pee pee poo poo. I don't care about the chess match. I don't care about the Uno game. This man's a bitch. A little. Hmm. A big rectangular bitch who likes it when mommy makes him eat trash. Anyway. I'm sorry. Is I just, oh. Yeah, it is. It just, it bothers, it's the, this makes me so angry. The, like, test to measure his worth. It's because this only works with the context of what David might be later on in the David trilogy. I unfair. think is what they're going for. Which is unfair because that hasn't fucking happened yet. I I hate this idea of, like, and this gets worse, but I hate this idea of, like, inevitability in time travel stories because that's not a thing. That's not how time works. Nothing is inevitable. Every choice and every action in history is based on what happens before it. So how can you judge David for something he has not done yet and probably will not do now that you've stopped it? Fuck, I hate it so much. Yeah, the Elmas sucks. And fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. How close are we to the Elmas Chronicles? How Let's find out. I know it's the last of the of the Chronicle books. So we're Sorry on book forty point three, and the Elmas Chronicles is forty seven point five. So we're a seven about seven books away. Alright. Well, yeah, yeah, about seven books away. So that'll be one, two. It's like a little under two months. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to you. We'll get to you. <laughs> Wait your turn, you simple bitch. Um, you simple bitch. <laughs> it's one up and eleven over, you simple bitch. Um. Anyway, you, you gangly, uncoordinated bitch. Um. <laughs> that's from "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Um. So then, anyway, this is this is actually. This is a very important choice. David looks down and he has a remote in his hand. And, and one is marked A and the other is marked B. Now, which button did you press, uh, Bryn? <laughs> did you call me bitch? Um, no, I said Bryn. But I almost oh. said, like, Bin. Bin? <laughs> Bam. Um, I chose button B. I chose button A. Wow. Okay, so because, because nurse, I don't we know. We did not plan this. We're just so yes, good yes, at our yes. jobs, actually. This is so, yes, okay, yes, this yes. is, no, but this is interesting. Yes, 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 yes. No, this is interesting. Because when we were first going to read uh, Alternamorphs number one, we were planning on doing kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a, we thought it was going to be more like a choose-your-own-adventure book, and that there was going to be actual branching timelines to choose from. There wasn't. There was just choice bad or choice good. But this one, <laughs> choice this is an or actual choice giraffe. Yeah, this is the actual important decision because one of these, like these two buttons, don't kill you. They take you on a different plot. Mm-hmm. So I guess we can take turns now and go through each plot. So I'll let you go first with button B. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Okay, well then I'll go first with button A. There we go. All right, one sec. I need to go back to button A. Where the heck is bat? But where is button bat? Button. Just scroll down one page. It's one moment. Seven. Found it. <laughs> I pressed button B and th- found it. Okay. Oh. Button A. The white void is gone. We are suddenly surrounded by color, like Lego blocks, and it seems it's it's very obvious we are in the attack. Is now the book in which we are in, and. Some time has passed. 
and uh, um, uh, the gang's all here. All the Animorphs are here. Eric King is here, and the Animorphs have already. They already have knowledge. It's very clear they already have knowledge of of like the attack. The book, the attack has already happened, and I don't know if David was there. No. Or not? Yeah, yeah. No. Did okay. So did the did the David trilogy come after the attack? Um. I think so. Either way, the Dillage, David was confined to his trilogy, so he wouldn't. Have, he, he wasn't wouldn't have here. Been there either way, I. But yeah, I don't. I was confused as to whether this time leap, if they did like a thing that they did in the last Alternomorphs, where they like implied that we had been on several adventures with the Animorphs. Oh, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I was confused, but all I know is the Elemist is like, uh, uh, you will fight the Howlers again. This time it will be eight against seven. You will have an extra ally for better or for worse. Um, and, uh, it's, it's, it's apparently, uh, the Ele- uh, David is like, turns out the Elemist was a little annoyed we made another an- Animorph. Technically, they, they made the other Animorph. But he's also yeah. never met Eric King, so I do think that they literally just jumped from the David trilogy back to okay. the, the attack. It's so confusing. I agree and weird. because I think that's what happened in my in my plot line as well. Mm. Like it came out of nowhere, so I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, but this is important. The Elemist asshole that he is is like, you will. Er- I will erase your memory, and you will begin the test again. And it's like, why? Why do they need to test his worth? He's just a guy. Why he's is David David? Guy. He's just some kid. Oh my god. Oh my god. And oh yeah, and do all the kids remember that I didn't read this part. I just did my plot line. I did both, but uh, uh what special. do you what are you asking if they remember? Like they remember the original attack book? No well, I think they do, and then the Elemist wipes their memories. Oh, I see. Because he's an asshole. Um, but the Elemist gives the choice between, uh, um, the, the newest Animorph, uh, he, he says, you will choose your morphs, I will provide you with those you do not have, Andalite, Shark, and Komodo Dragon, or Fly, Hawk, and hork I chose Fly, Hawk, and hork um, and the, it suddenly cuts to the, the fight with the Howlers, and... Uh, uh, they escape into, uh, he turns into a fly and they escape. And then it cuts to them inside the pyramid with the insecticide. And I made the wrong decision of choosing a hork because I thought the book was trying to throw something at me. And then the book is like, no, you dummy, hork can't fly. So the real choice is hawk. Um, he turns into a hawk. And then this is some, oh, okay. So what happens? Is that they're they're in the air and they're having a fight with the against the like fletchet like like uh guns that the howlers have, mm-hmm. and David is flying and he slams into a tree, knocks out. He's still alive. Cassie flaps down to help him. They haul off. Cassie gets shot. She gets killed. Um, I'm sorry. She dies like fully. She gets killed. She dies fully. And Rachel is torn up about this. And Eric is like, yeah, I'm so sorry. Cassie is dead. And then... Rachel, 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 Rachel. She says to David, this is all your fault. And he's like, my fault? And she says, you got Cassie killed. And I was like, no, he fucking didn't. She chose to help him. He didn't fire the gun to kill her. Fuck you, Rachel. I don't care if you're grieving. <sighs> and it gets, it's shockingly, it gets worse. Cassie ever decided not to help somebody. It's, she should know that. And it's, it's not like they, they don't even take the time to explain to Rachel that her feelings right now are driven by grief and are not illogical. The book presents her as being right. And then in the next decision, Rachel says, uh, uh, you will stay out of the way from now on. I don't want you getting anyone else killed. Do you promise? And the choices are you do or you refuse. 
I chose you refuse because I don't believe that Rachel's feelings should prevent someone from being able to become a freedom fighter. And then... <laughs> this makes me so angry. Oh. They kind of do a similar thing to the death, uh, uh, well, to the demise of David in the beginning. In the solution, I, I mean. Um, and he wakes up. Uh, all of a sudden, he's in a jar. And he's trying to fly away like a fly. Um, and he doesn't. He tries to morph out, and he realizes he can't, otherwise he'll get squished. And he's stuck in this jar as a fly. And he realizes he's not a prisoner of the Howlers. He's a prisoner of the Animorphs. What? And then Rachel, yeah, Rachel, you hear, he hears Rachel's voice, and she, and she says, You're a risk. We have to get rid of you before you get anyone else killed. And it takes, he, he has two hours of horrifying, crying, threatening, pleading, like he does before. And it's so much worse because he's stuck as a fly. And he's stuck as a fly, which only has five weeks to, uh, two weeks to live. And I had a whole long extended period uh, section of notes of just, just raging that I'm just going to read. Fuck these fucking people. Why, why, why? What did David do in this book to deserve this? So what, he's just destined to be evil even if he tries to continue the fight? His very nature is incongruous to be a freedom fighter? I'm actually so angry the book would even try to imply that. What the fuck? I was so, I was like, oh, like in the last time when this happened, I was depressed and I was sad and angry. This time I'm just angry because he's done nothing to deserve this. He did not kill Cassie. This is just Rachel's feelings of grief and anger clouding her judgment and everyone else just goes along with it? Fuck all of you fucking people! You are not doing the right thing! Oh my god, I was so angry! Anyway, so apparently refusing is the wrong decision. And you have to go along with what Rachel says. Anything also, else? Anything you want to say? Does Jake die in that too? Because they say that he goes over and then he nope. doesn't come back. No, he lives. Huh. He lives, and and they apparently they they think that Rachel was right. Actually, we've talked. I mean, we've talked about the first, the first, the first go around with the David trilogy and what they did to him and how what it was and what it was not, and. Like, I think he didn't do anything to deserve that this time around. No! He did literally nothing to deserve I that. Mean, in the first go-around, he tried to, like, <laughs> kill everybody. Sorry. The bees outside were... Those damn bees. <laughs> those damn giant bees, you know, outside my window. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the first time, he was, you know, kind of like a dick. Sometimes. Yeah, he he did some bad things in the he first book, but in this book, he's things. just existing. Yeah, he's just kind of there, and it's, like, and it's mostly the Elemist's fault, and Rachel's. It's 100% like, the Elemist and Rachel are in the wrong here. That was, okay. The Elemist was got Cassie killed because he sent them back to fight the Howlers again. If you want to use that logic, Rachel. Which is unnecessary. Also... Because Cassie died, like, if Cassie died, that means that they probably lost to the Howlers. No, uh, it's, you'll, I'll get into it, there's more, but I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's really depressing, because if anything, it's, it's, it, it, it incriminates the Animorphs even more, because we don't, we all we get since David does nothing bad, all we get is the Animorphs treating David like an outsider, and we all we get is David feeling like an outsider, and then being made into a puppet by the Elemist, and then being framed for Cassie's murder, and then being trapped as a Nothlete. I mean, you don't have to be trapped as a Nothlete, but that the fact framed. that that's one of the endings, and the fact that it frames that ending as being your fault, is fucked up. 
and I really hated it. Do you consider these books to be, like, part of canon? I don't think so, because I think okay. it's, like, an AU, because that's yeah. why they're called the Alternomorphs, is, like, what, it's, like, a what-if scenario, like, oh, what if David did nothing <laughs> Yeah, I, I count these as fanfiction, personally. Yeah, I don't know. I'll get into, th- this This kind of reminds me of a specific character from a very specific thing, which I will get into when the part A is finished. But, uh, anyway, technically, so the correct decision is to not take any more chances and not morph anymore, and Rachel goes to deal with her grief, um, and he's like, he's, David's feeling numb, horrified by Cassie's death, racked with guilt, but unsure of what you could have done to prevent it. Maybe if you had just ignored that box, never picked it up. How was he supposed to know? It was a box! Anyway, so the hours are creeping by. Jake shows up. Um... They are, uh, they, he, he's, like, howling with grief and stuff, and then he's like, I have a plan, and, uh, he's like, you know, he does the whole, the howlers are sticking together, not as cocky as they were, they should spot him any second now, and then Rachel's like, do it now, and he, he starts, he's like, now that the plan was underway, now that the others were facing dangers, you feel like a coward, and Rachel orders, do it! Um... And he morphs into a fly. Um, and Tobias is like, what are they, blind? Axe is getting awfully close. Uh, uh, Axe gets hit. The The plan is continuing, as it does in the book. Um, but it's just from David's point of view, I guess. Um, and they do the whole memory thing, and then the howlers disappear. Everything vanishes. And he's suddenly back in a convertible limousine with a ticker tape parade saying everyone's names like like sh- cheering all of their names and it's clear that this is some kind of illusion or something from the elemist um and they turn around and they see Marco, Axe, Jake, Rachel, Tobias but no Cassie and the elemist is like admitting your limitations is not easy and he's like you have passed the test but the cost was high. Your actions took a life. I will do the same. And then this is fucked up. He's like, what do you mean? We had a deal. If I won, you would save my parents. One parent. That wasn't the deal. You must choose. You fucking kidding me? I'm not fucking kidding you. That's how this happens. It gets worse. It gets worse. In my opinion, it gets worse. Can Um. It... Yeah? It can't get worse. There's nothing... Go on, go on, yeah. go on. Part B was so fun. not But not that fun. Part B, comparatively, is, like, so light. I did, <laughs> at you least to me. That, you know that meme that you sent me? Explain yeah, of the, like, before listeners. and then after. Yeah. You were like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, okay, sure. Uh, a little dramatic. And then before we were recording this, I was like, this book got so dark, and you were like, what are you talking about? I didn't know you did, hadn't read part A. Yeah. Okay. So, here's what the tea is. David's like, choose, but that's impossible. How can you choose? Choosing to let one of your parents live means choosing to let the other die. Would your father wish to live with the knowledge that your mother was infested? Would your mother wish to live with the knowledge that your father was a slave? The rest of the Animorphs are watching you. Rachel angry, Axe resigned, Marco volatile, Tobias's hawk eyes fierce, impossible to read, and Jake, Jake imploring, haunted. You know what you have to do. I choose Cassie, you say, and she suddenly appears, sitting between Jake and Rachel, smiling. Hey, she says, I love ticker tape parades. And then the text is like, nice choice, very nice choice. And then I said, I'm going to kill myself. Why? I just hate that they're framing this all as like, oh, now you made the right choice. Oh, now you're a good person because you killed so- you, you brought back someone you did not kill. Oh, now you're a good person. Instead of, you know, bringing back the parents who you have to resign. I hate that it's being framed as some kind of noble thing to resign like- his parents. 
to slavery. What if it should have been, not that this should have happened anyway, but if it had happened that way, it should have been, oh, I choose Cassie. And then they're like, he's like, that wasn't on the menu, but good choice. Um, and then brings back Cassie. Yeah. And then because you made such a selfless choice, I'll bring back both of your parents and now get on out of here and go live your life. Yeah, this was upsetting. <laughs> this whole part, part A, was monstrously upsetting to me in so many ways. And it just makes me, uh, I'm full on Team David. I was Team David before. And now I'm still Team David. So suck it. I was talking to someone about David once. And they were like, no, David is the worst. And I was like, why? And, 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 and they were like, because he's racist and his dad's a cop. And I said... Um, he didn't choose his dad's profession. <laughs> and also, he made one insensitive comment. I don't know. I just, I, 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 sometimes I feel like I may be alone in my, in, in, in my Team David train. I don't love David as much as you do. I know. Sure. I don't know. This all reminds me. Sorry. I respect sorry, that. Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> I, I will, I mean, I think if you're, if you read this book. I'm specifically, I'm I'm mostly Team David in the David Chronicles because I just, I don't know. I just see that the Animorphs did a completely awful thing to him and it's not really forgivable. Um, but in this book specifically, I think if you're not Team David, you have some things you need to think about. Some he things you need to sort out for yourself. David did, did nothing wrong. West. He did, in this book, David did nothing wrong. The circumstances did not allow him to do anything wrong. Like, in the original David trilogy, he stole somebody's identity and then threw his dead body down the elevator shaft. Mm-hmm. That doesn't put me entirely in the Team David category in the first books, but in this book, he there's no reason that he should be suffering as much as he does. No, and I I just have a real problem with this this parts with part A's implication that because David in one timeline did a bad did like a lot of bad things that every david is should be tied to being a bad person it just bothers me it reminds me i don't know you hear so that there's this, okay if your name is david you're a bitch you're a bat you're a racist your dad's a cop and you're a murderer <laughs> like it just bothers me so much this like this like th- that in his very nature it is to be evil when like that's not how people work um but it reminded me, this part reminded me of, um, there's an anime called Madoka Magica, and there's a character named Homura Akemi, and she does a lot of time travel to try to save one person, and I don't know, the time fuckery of this novel reminded me of that. So I just wanted to say that comparison so that anyone who out there who has watched Madoka Magica might understand what I'm talking about with Homura, and how these two characters kind of remind me of each other a lot. And now I have a lot of feelings and, and sad thoughts about David. But let's get into part B. Part B. Um, Button B. Button B. Get into it. They really just handed him like a remote and was like, trauma? You want trauma? You want trauma? You want to, hey kid, you want, you want to buy some trauma? You want to buy um, some trauma, kid? <laughs> anyway, um... I knew that part A had to be a lot longer than part B because when I clicked on button B, it took me to chapter 18, which is like mm-hmm. almost the end of the book. Mm-hmm. So it's not nearly as bad as part A. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The white boy. Sorry, I'm sipping a drink. I know you're, you're sipping. It's all good. Um, The white void vanishes. You're in a forest surrounded by trees and massive shoulder-high ferns. Bright, buttery sunlight filters through the leaves. (laughs) 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 Yeah. There's like, all the kids are there. They're standing in a forest. They're like, what the fuck is that? Tobias leaves and checks it out. And suddenly, crash behind you. Let's see if I can do it. Perfect. Was, thank you. Um, 
fun fact that Jurassic Park uh, T-Rex roar is like a combination of sounds. I think part of it is like a whale call, um, uh, a tiger's roar, and like a couple other different animals like matched together. And also Bryn. And also Bryn. And also you. In the background. Yeah, if you take the layers of sound apart, I'm also in there. I wasn't born yeah. yet in the 90s, but I'm in there. Anyway, mm-hmm. they turn around, and there's a T-Rex chasing them. Spoiler alert, uh, we're in the time of the dinosaurs. We've we've mm-hmm. landed in the Jurassic Park me- uh, Megamorphs books. Um, but interestingly enough, unlike the, the attack plotline in Button A, the kids don't remember that, that, this, that they've done this before. So... They're just, like, in Jurassic Park with, you know, like, no resources. They have no idea. Um, anyway, so the kids scatter, and then the T-Rex starts chasing David. Mm-hmm. We're running. We're running. Uh, David hits the ground hard and trips, and then the Elemis suddenly says, Choose your morph, cockroach or wolf. Not so many options, as in part A. Yeah, there's, like, wolf. six options. Yeah, no, you get two, and you only get two for the entire like the entire plot line um anyway so the the t-rex takes a big old bite out of the air in front of david scrambling backwards like desperately you have to choose um i chose roach which ended up being the right choice um Mm. you roll stumble to your feet what good is a roach morph what good is any morph the t-rex is going to turn you into dinner before you you have the chance to morph true that um david does this like cool up a baseball slide basically underneath the t-rex and then rolls behind a tree um and starts to to roach to roach to morph so we're running running and shrinking running and turning into a roach, you lose your legs, you gain some wings. Um, but the T-Rex is coming after you. I don't know where the other kids are at this point, but uh, the T-Rex has only its sights on on David. Um, so, hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so you finish... You yeah, you finish roll it, morphing into roach and hide in some ferns, and then but the the T-Rex, like, chomps where you just were a few seconds ago anyway, and you're a two-foot, and you are a two-foot-sized roach impaled on an even bigger dinosaur tooth. You're just hanging in the air in its mouth. So you start to reverse the morph until you're big enough to, like, pop off the, <laughs> to basically, like, pop off the tooth. Um, pop off tooth. Pop off tooth. Go in. Um, but you're, like, and now you're in between the space, between the teeth and the gums, as it closes its mouth. Um, and then you basically, like, climb out of its mouth, and, uh, like, cockroaches are hard to kill, because you're a full cockroach now, and you're alive. Um, and then you hide, and the T-Rex goes after Marco, um... You're a bug alone in Dino Land. Ah, tragic. So you're hiding for a while, and then you have to demorph in order to find the others. You demorph, um, and then you follow the the smell of of fire and like the where the T Rex has obviously trampled through the forest. Um, Hold on, yeah, and then you start smelling meat and smoke, and you find the kids like chilling around the campfire without you, like eating T Rex meat. I don't know why they didn't go and look for David. They're just because it's the same. Because as they're the... assholes. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, it seems like very. I would though. It feels out of character for them to do. I don't know. Um, it's because they don't see him as a real anamorph. And that's sad. That's not okay. No, um, it's not. Yeah, so just like in the original Meganmorph series, there Cassie figured out how to turn the T-Rex hide into food and chews. Um, and they start a fire, and then David falls asleep after eating some dino meat. Um, and then <laughs> there's a 
In the night. There's a... Mm. In the night! <laughs> in the dark of the night. <laughs> I don't remember the words. Oh, I was doing... Um, I was doing... <laughs> the fucking Jekyll and Hyde. Which is not a great musical, but there's a great song in it called Murder, Murder. But yeah, In the Dark of the Night also works in this scenario. Thank you. In the Dark um, of the Night, Dino will find him. <laughs> um, anyway, there's a stampede. And they'll run. And then, and then here you get two more choices. You morph Roach or you run. I chose you run. I'm honestly I not also sure. chose you run. Yeah, I think if the if you choose morph, uh, if you if you choose to morph into a roach, you can't morph fast enough, and then you get squished. You get squished, yeah. You get squished, um, which is unfortunate. So if you run, uh, <laughs> you're running with the others, and then I'm glad my legs aren't as short as Marco's. A little bit funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the one anyway, mean thing he does in the book, you guys. Doesn't he deserve yeah. everything that's happened to him? He deserves to suffer. Clearly. Anyway, you're running from the stampede. Um, and then... The... The dinosaur... I mean, the T-Rex catches you. Uh, and eats you. Fully. You're being swallowed. Mm -hmm. um, you're in the digestive tract. The the T Rex is like fully eaten you and and you're human and it's like the acid is eating at you. Uh, the Elemist only gave you one morph roach. Fuck the Elemist for that. Come on, come on, bitch. Um, he's an a hole. He's an a hole. Uh, so you start to morph to cockroach because like cockroaches are are hard to kill and they're not so soft and gooey as humans, which makes sense. Um, and then. And then basically, the you you morph into a cockroach and the dinosaur throws you up. Pretty much, uh, you get well, yeah. you get thrown up. Someone cuts him. Some no, someone cuts it open and he falls through the. Oh no no, it is the vomit. Yeah 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 yeah. For a second, yeah. I thought he got shitted. I I thought so too personally, and until we but got he the didn't explanation. Get shitted. Um, and then Jake's like, oh, thank God, everybody's alive. Um, how did that happen? She goes, oh, it ate me, so I acquired it, and then start morph started morphing in its throat, so it would throw up. And it's dead, I think. Um, and then they come across a big gorge, a huge canyon. You're on the, va on the edge of a valley, hundreds of feet deep and miles across. The valley isn't empty. Down there, spread across a mile of valley floor, are glittering, shining buildings. And hovering over them is some something that looks like a flying saucer. So then you have two. It's the um, the crab arm people. Mm-hmm. And you no, have crab two with more human choices. Arms. Oh yeah, the crab with human arms. Excuse me. Uh, you can pretend you never saw the city, or you decide to investigate. I chose you decide to investigate. What did you choose? Yeah, I chose you decide to investigate. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you choose not to, um, you get. You get eaten I'm just, by a yeah, dynonychus. You get eaten by a dynonychus, yeah. It's fun. Anyway, uh, if you choose to investigate, uh, you get swooped away <laughs> swooped away by the Elemist, and you're, you and the others are sitting in the middle of an empty IMAX theater. You have the best seat in the house, center seat of the center row. Everybody's right next to you. A tub of buttered popcorn sits in your lap. There's a supersized soda in the cup holder. Marco picks up his cup slurps loudly i like to think um and then the elemist is like investigate find a way these are things humans do well and then you watch like a stop motion movie of human evolution basically um pretty much it seems to comes out it like comes out of nowhere like what is the point of that yeah i have no idea what this uh, all is for yeah <laughs> And then, so they watch a PBS movie, and he's like, that was cool, but what does it mean? And the Elemist goes, you have passed the test. The Animorphs disappear. You're in the backseat of your parents' car. Your dad is driving, and your mom is in the front passenger seat. You're following a big yellow moving truck on the way to your new house. Uh, mom? 
You stay in disbelief. You remember everything. The battle in your bedroom. Morphing. The howlers? Weirdly. The T-Rex. Yeah, I, I guess they both... Does he remember everything that's ever happened to him? Uh, uh, you know. also remember this car ride. It happened a week ago, back before you ever spent a minute in your new school. Your mother turns around and smiles at you. What is it, sweetie? Nothing. You feel like crying. You have to do it all over. Now you don't ever have to go near that construction site. Now you don't ever have to discover the blue box. Unless you want to. What the fuck? But he- t Okay. Okay, yeah. Then, yeah, he doesn't have to, but he still has to live with the knowledge of everything that's happened? The Elemis didn't mm -hmm. even have the courtesy to wipe his memories? Mm -hmm. And then there's a- There's a- Like a- a button underneath that says you've been given a second chance and if you click on it it'll take you back to the beginning of the book i hate this <laughs> uh well those are all the choices this one's actually a choose your own adventure well it's very fucked up though at least one of them is the other one's kind of good job it's very nice and sweet <sighs> mm -hmm. What do you Thoughts? think, Bryn? I. What do you think? I'm so dead. I'm so. I'm so I don't. I don't <laughs> consider this part of, of. No, of it's actual not canon. Because this is. Honestly. Seeing like how things could have been different for David makes the David trilogy worse, and it makes it more painful. So that's why I don't consider it. He can't. Like it just yeah, I think well yeah, it's an alternate universe worse. fanfic of yeah, like, hey, what if things, go. what if he had a better life? <laughs> Your thoughts? So I wasn't. I will say, hope, I'll be honest. What? I wasn't holding out much hope for for the alternate for the worse. quality of the book. Mm mm. I will say, <laughs> I think it's better than the first one. I think it's much better in a lot of ways. I think it's more clearly a choose-your-own-adventure, which I think they were trying to go for, but they sort of didn't really, didn't really work with that with the previous one. I like that it is David. I, I love that it is David, in fact, because I think David is a great character, and I love that we're seeing this very complicated and polarizing person we're getting to see things from his point of view and we're getting to, to actually be like okay how bad would this actually be if it was if it was me how bad would it would it really be because you know we just see the david's actions from the other kids perspectives we don't really get his his own actual point of view and we don't really get to feel the actual the um, the pain that david goes through is mostly implied which i don't think is very fair um to him or his character but that pain that isolation of like having your entire support system ripped out from under you your parents your loved ones these now that you're connect you're forcibly connected to these people who who seem to hate you for no reason um i like that we're actually getting that pain from his point of view what i don't like is again this implication that no matter what david does everything is his fault it makes him feel like like it's it's a, such a tragic scenario that would make for such an interesting actual book if like David instead for uh, instead of this like general baddie turns into like this character who is like constantly bound by the ties of fate to be evil to fail to be the bad guy what does that do to your psychology i think that's interesting as fuck and I kind of wish the book would lean into that more meta aspect. Because I think there's touches of that kind of meta-textual stuff in there. Like the, the fact that this only works as a, as a concept if you, if you have read the David Chronicles and know it very well. Um, but I wish there was a little bit more of that. That's what made me... I dreamt that there would be more of that. Because that is kind of an interesting idea to me. Of this like Homura Akemi kind of guy who is just bound to this to this elemist for all eternity who keeps trying over and over again to be a good person but who for some reason is just 
tied by the narrative, tied by time to be a bad guy. You know, like I thought that that was what the ending of the of part B was going to be was like, yes, he has this nice ending, but now his memories are wiped. So he's just going to find the box again and it's going to be a vicious cycle for all eternity. You know, that's more compelling to me mm-hmm. than the fact that he has to live with the memories uh, and the fact that all he knows all the uh, animals very well, but they don't know him now. Like, what is he supposed to do with all that information? I don't know. There's just something about David that I find so compelling, and I do appreciate that we got to get more of him, because I think it was, he got, I mean, we all know how, how, how much of a short stick I think he got, but it's still, there's just, they can't say, they can't just, they just can't get his nose right, you know, they just can't get it right. <laughs> like, it just bothers me. Um. Yeah, I I feel bad, cause you you read the the comparatively lighter part, so I want you to say more things, but like I don't have many more things to say, and I know how much you care about David, um, and I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I just don't have anything to add to it. That's all. Perfect. You know, if I disagreed with you, I would tell you. But yes, it's like the crux of our show. Um, so I wish I wish I had more things to say. But I don't. That's okay. Um. Okay. We already What's went up? through the. We already went through the like. What more would you have? Kind of thing. Um. Oh right. Do you have any, you have any like revisions? on that? Are there any more? Oh, of what my morphs would be? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I think, uh, well, I'd probably, I consider it amoral to morph into an andalite, unfortunately. But I do think that, I don't know, it is, it's very close to human intelligence and they have a cool, they have a cool body. But in terms of pure animals, I think my sea morph is still a cuttlefish because they're the most beautiful creatures on Earth. Mm Mm-hmm. My air morph, um, uh, I do like a condor. Did I say condor last time? I don't remember. That's the problem. I like a condor. I like a condor or a vulture. I like both of those birds a lot. Or like a, um, what is it? It starts with an R. It's kind of like a vulture. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'll go with, I'll just go with Vulture. Okay. For my air morph. And the battle morph, I will go with a coyote. A coyote? Why? Mm -hmm. Why a coyote? Coyotes, I mean, wolves are bigger and stronger. But coyotes are very fast and very wiry and wily. And I would want to be... The thing is, I, I in my heart of hearts, I would... Well, okay. I would want to be that, like, wiry kind of fast, like, Sonic the Hedgehog kind of thing. But in actuality, I'd probably prefer to be, like, a, bi- a brick shit house. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, the African buffalo are the... Yeah, the I think I'd go with a, buff- a buffalo. I like a buffalo. buffalo. A buffalo or a coyote. So those mm-hmm. are my three. What would you choose for your for your battle, your water, and your air morph? Uh, I think for my battle, I'm going to stick with some sort of big cat. Um, what specifically? I know that, I know that like, of the animorphs, Jake is the only one who can have a cat because he's the leader or whatever. Um, but also, I don't care. So... <laughs> <laughs> I've always really liked jaguars. Um, jaguars are cool. Unlike panthers, because um, I think I think what the the animorphs are missing are some sort of like stealth creature. Uh, true, they are. They don't. Well, they have flies and they have roaches. True, but something that can like drop down from above. I don't ah, know. Seal Team Six. Seal Team Mission Six. Impossible. If you will. I think that would be cool. 
Um, I think I said my last time that I would be, that I would want a, an octopus probably for my, my water morph. Um, ah, my cephalopod brethren. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While I, I do love octopi, you know, I do. Um. I know you do. I think I would maybe go with some sort of shark this time if we're, if we're adding additional morphs because you know these kids pick up morphs all the time um i'd like some sort of like tiger shark one of my coworkers called mm. me shark at work and uh, i love sharks so there's that cool and then i think i'm tiger sharks are cool. a... sorry go ahead oh no i just, i was just saying tiger sharks are cool all sharks are so cool and they get such a bad rap i don't care that they're the most deadly predator the dangerous creature most dangerous creature getting up to no good um but i love sharks they're just they're underrated people shouldn't be as afraid of sharks as they are blah 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 Mm. blah. um and i think i'm gonna stick with a like a raven or a crow for for my air morph mostly because um there's a lot of them in my neighborhood (laughs) Like we don't nice. like you know how the kids are always talking about seagulls, like our uh, our annoying airbirds, our ravens and crows in my neighborhood. So, like, it'd be very easy to pass pass on one. Like, there's one that lives outside my window, on my neighbor's house. So, I could acquire that. That's nice. about it for me. Perfect. Um. Wow, look at us. So exciting. So consistent. I don't know. We are thrilling. We're thrilling. I think we should break into an aquarium and then acquire everything that moves. Is there, oh, yeah. Do you think there's like a limit on the number of things that you can acquire? I don't think so, no. Or do you think if, is it is it like library books where it's just like such a high number that nobody's ever hit it? Maybe so. I mean, Andalites, they have a whole thing. It, but for the areas, there's a limit that we heard about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think that would be interesting. Like, because how would you get rid of morphs to make room for more morphs? It's not like deleting pictures can. on your phone. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know that you can. can. You can? I don't I don't think you can delete delete oh. morphs. No, no, no. I thought you were saying that you can, and I was like, what do you know? No, no, no. I don't think you can. Hmm. That'd be interesting if they had a book about that. Kind of like the uh, the reaction. Or like, one of them hit the number of They words. hit the limit. They hit the limit. <laughs> Gotta get rid uh, of one of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how at, a, at the library, you can only check out, like, 50 books at a time? But you because can? It's such a, yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Since it's such a high number, like nobody's ever hit it before. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know there was a limit. Yeah, I used to check out like fifteen books at a time when I was a kid, and I was really worried that I was going to hit my limit. So I asked. Wow. Um, and they were like, "You're good. I mean, you're a little you're weird, gooch. but you're good. You're so um, good. You're utterly, gooch. utterly good." I okay. Being in the show uh, that I mentioned. Last week, the servant of two masters. I, my voice is busted. <laughs> Mine too. Let me I tell you, I woke up. I woke up this morning. And, yeah, yeah. We both are very like low raspy today. We're like gravelly. I woke up today. I woke up today. It was like I sound like I smoked a six pack <laughs> last <laughs> night. It's quite bad. Yeah, we all we sound pretty bad. Um. Yes. 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 Yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry. I can't get that out of my head. Um, Sydney Applebaum. Um, what? Anyway. Oh, what? Right. That's a quote from the. Oh my lord. Sorry. Sorry, I'm losing. Wow. 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 What can I say? But wow. Not cool. Um, Wow. Anyway, wow. um, I mean, wow, wow, wow. What's what's next wow. book? 
You made that? <gasps> next book is oh, next week. It's time because next week, Bryn, I can't believe it. We will be reading Megamorphs 4, which is the last Megamorphs. The end of an era. The end of an era. I can't believe it. Megamorphs 4, back to before. And I love the cover for this one. It's so cool. Yeah, it's... But we'll get into that in our... I have to remember how many parts these usually are. I always mix up if it's two or if it's three parts. I think it's usually... It's two parts. I knew that. It is two parts. We will be reading two parts. Two-part book. Woo! Two-part book. Woo! Um, so stay tuned for that. I mean, we'll see... We'll see what happens because last time Jake literally died. So Jake fucking know. died, and then he came Went back. Uh, well, Cassie died in this book, and then she came back. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. So we'll see if Jake dies again. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, anyway, true. Well, <laughs> if you have any thoughts of your own. Well, first off, Bryn, I should ask you if you have any final thoughts. You know there's not a You have any final thoughts, Bryn? Of course not. There never is. If you have any thoughts or feelings of your own, you can add us at Twitter at Animorph, and that's A-N-I-P-H-R- A-N-I-M-O-R-P-H-I-N. That's Animorphin. A-N-I-M-O-R-P-H-I-N. Or you can email us at theanimorphsbookclub at gmail.com. Or you can send us a voice message on Anchor. Those are always fun. All we ask is no spoilers, please. And thank you. Next week, we'll be reading Megamorphs 4 Back to Before. Woo! You did it. And we will see you all there. Mm -hmm. So true. And I guess, in the end, neither of us are really the sixth Animorph. Because that honor belongs solely... The sixth... David. David. The best character in Animorphs. Mm, Sure. The real sixth Animorph was the trauma we made along the way. Goodbye. Goodbye.